1: My name is Dre Baldwin. Uh, many know me as Dre all I'm a nine year professional athlete. I'm author of 31 books, creating this whole brand framework and philosophy that is called Work On Your Game. And this is all based on taking the mental tools, uh, traits and strategies that are necessary to succeed in the sports world. And what I've done is translated those tools over to the business world and into everyday life. And what I'm gonna talk about here today and actually fits perfectly with the topic today in Brooklyn for Champions, which the topic today is are your actions today serving you tomorrow and that is exactly what investment means so you put something in now and you get more back later but understanding everything is an investment you know it's either a good investment or a bad investment it's either going to pay you tomorrow or it's going to cost you tomorrow there is no neutral in the universe so you either get better or you're getting worse my topic here today is how to reinvent yourself especially and this is especially important for any of us when we're in the transition phase as i told you i come from the sports world and if you know anything about sports, even if you don't play, even if you watch, even if you just understand the game, you know that uh, eventually in sport, in the sports world, eventually that game ends. eventually that ball stops bouncing and you're not an athlete anymore, at least not at the pro level, and you have to figure out who else are you. Any of you who's come out of the, the military, the armed services, eventually you may leave that world or at least active duty. And who are you after that? Any of you who's ever transitioned from one industry to another industry and that's been your identity for a long time how do you uh, step into a different identity so this is something that many of us will go through at different points of our lives and any of you whose parents maybe if you have a, a child who's been in the house that child goes off to college or moves out and starts their own life who are you now that you're not that person anymore so while of course it requires skills and hard work and uh, time for any of us to make that reinvention, there are certain principles that I want to share here. I have one, two, three, four things that I want to share about reinventing yourself that will apply to anyone. And hopefully, as always, I want to leave some time and maybe we can take a couple of comments and we will go from there. So the topic, once again, is how to reinvent yourself, some general principles that anyone can apply. And again, if there are if people have comments or questions, you can add them at the end. Hopefully we got any time left when we're done here. Point number one, first thing you had to do in order to reinvent yourself is you must see more for yourself moving forward than what your current space or situation or station is. If you don't see more for yourself, you don't see more possibilities for yourself. You don't think there is a way that you can advance and get better and change. You don't see that that it's possible to reinvent then you're probably not gonna reinvent. This is a, a pretty trite and simple point, but it's an important point. Definition of reinvention means to change something or someone so much that it appears to be entirely new. I mean, that's literally what you're doing. You are re, you're inventing, but you're inventing all over again. Understand that you can't change and take on a new direction in your life or in your career if you don't believe That you can change to go further or do more than your current position. If you think that you're stuck where or as you've always been, then you will be stuck there. I mean, the first step in making any kind of change or any kind of advancement in life is believing that you can change and that you can advance. And one thing that keeps a lot of people stuck in in life, period, or even in their own work, is believing, well, I think this is pretty much it. I can't go any further. I can't do anything else. I am what I am and there's no way that I can do or be anything different. And this is a mindset thing. Anyone who works with me understands that the four part framework that we use over here at Working Your Game is mindset, strategy, accountability, and execution. And in that order, until a person gets their mind wrapped around uh, the right ideas and the accurate formulas and how things can actually work and what the possibilities are for themselves, it doesn't matter what strategies we have in place. And there's, we don't even need to get into accountability and we're never going to get to execution if a person's mind is stuck on the fact that, well, I can't do this, or this is not possible, or there are no opportunities for me. The foundation of all success and also all failure is mindset. This is why Napoleon Hill's book and probably the most successful personal development book ever written, Think and Grow Rich. And understand, it's think and grow rich. The thinking comes first, the growing comes second. And the mindset is the first part. You have to be able to see more for yourself. It's basically about what you see in the mirror. What you see is a possibility for yourself to read them. And there are many people out there, and many of you maybe have seen them. Maybe, if we're being honest, maybe you've even been there. A person who is in a certain space, you have a certain identity in your life, and there is an opportunity, maybe a possibility, maybe even a thought, a notion in your mind that you could reinvent, you could change, you could do something different, but until you can wrap your mind around it and until you can accept it, that reinvention is not really possible. I mean, it's there, you can see it, you can reach it, but until your mind can wrap around the fact that you can do it, then it's not going to happen. So this is the very first step in reinvention. It starts mentally before you take any actions, before you write anything down, before you sign up for a course, before you you hire a coach or go to a conference, you have to believe that it is possible that you can reinvent yourself into someone different. So people only know you as a a businessman or as a a soccer mom or as a, a football player. Doesn't mean you can't become a philanthropist or a an entrepreneur or a, no, a broadcaster or an analyst if you're a musician it doesn't mean that you can't start a business that's completely unrelated to your business career but you have to be able to look in the mirror and see that hey i can be someone other than what everybody else knows me as this is this internal battle that sometimes is a battle sometimes it's not depending on who you are and know how easy that mental transition is for you until you master this nothing else that comes after it even matters so this is the first step what do you see yourself as and what do you see as a possibility for yourself and for your life given what you've been up to this point point number two uh, we are talking today again about how to reinvent yourself for any of you who's doing it and by the way the shares in the room we are up to 109 we need six people who are in the room now who have not shared it to share the room so we can get up to 115. We're at exactly 109. Let's get a few more shares here so we can get up over 115, please. Number two, you must have the ability to tune out the noise. Now, What does this mean? The noise, many people, when they hear that phrase, they might think the noise is what everybody else out there in the world is saying. And yes, that's part of it. But guess what? Some of the noise in your life is coming from you. Noise is not just what everybody else is saying. Noise is also what you're saying to yourself. Depending on how much success you've created in your life, doing things a certain way, meaning the person who you've been up to this point, your current identity, there may be a lot of noise, first of all, coming from other people, your friends, your family, your fans, your customers, your audience who want you to stay where you are and as you are. They're comfortable with it and maybe even they're benefiting from it. They enjoy what you're bringing to the table right now. But if you want to reinvent, because you already handled that in point number one, and those people are pushing you to not reinvent, they're pushing you to stay exactly where you are. If you can't tune that noise out, you may end up being stuck doing what they want from you, living the life that other people want you to live and not the life that you want to live. Many people may only know you as no one type of person, you do something else you get a lot of uh, resistance from the world if any of you have ever read uh, the the war of art then you Stephen Pressfield he talks about this that resistance that wizard brain that a lot of authors talk about that pushback sometimes it comes from other people but understand it's something that I tell people all the time no matter what people on the outside world say there needs to be something in your mind that allows their words and their opinions and their feelings to stick in your mind, in order for it to really affect you. you. know someone says something that they want you to do, but you have there's no frame of reference within your mind that agrees with it, and it doesn't really matter what they say. It doesn't affect you at all. But if they're saying things and they're saying they want you to stay a certain way and it's affecting you, that means there's something in your mind that it's sticking to. Like, their words can't affect you that much unless something they say you're agreeing with internally. That's where that's why the internal noise matters more than the external noise because you could easily tune out what other people are saying. What you say to you is much more important than what I or anyone else ever says to you. So how are you able, what is gonna be your mechanism, what's your process for tuning out that outside noise? That outside noise can be your own attachment to who you currently are. That outside noise can be your inability to disengage from being the person that you've always been up to this point. And you would have to identify that that you're kind of uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually married to that old identity. And if you can't divorce yourself from that old identity, then it's not the outside voices, no matter how many there may be, no matter how loud they may be, it's not those outside voices that are keeping you in that old spot. It's your (laughs) inside voice. It's your voice, your internal conversation is keeping you in that spot. You have to figure out a way and there are many ways to do this, but you need to either figure out or access or find or get help with a way that can help you detach from who you were in order for you to step into who you want to be. Any of you is familiar with uh, Jay-Z, the rapper, I mean, you might know him as Beyonce's husband. He has a, a song where he says, uh, people want my old stuff, buy my old album. You have to be able to tell yourself in some way whatever way you want to language it that it's okay that this is who i've been up to this point but now i'm turning the corner now i'm pivoting now i'm going in a different direction and if people want who i was then they can go find it in the archives but this is where i'm going now and the challenge with this is the void there's a there's a gap between who you were and who you're going to be and this is something that I talk to people in my audience about all the audiences about all the time is that when you're stepping away from who you were and then stepping into who you are going to be, that reinvention period, understand that often it's not that easy of a transition. Maybe there are some exceptions, maybe some of you who've been able to make a, a perfectly smooth transition. Yesterday you were this, and today you're this, and the world accepted you yesterday, and they completely accept you today with no problems, no friction, no challenges whatsoever. But usually that's the exception, not the rule. In between transitioning from the old you into the new you, that reinvention period, there's a gap, there's a void to where you are no longer in the old world, so you're not so much associated with and connected to them, But at the same time, Um, because you're stepping into a new world in which you're not established, you haven't quite been accepted and you you aren't super comfortable in that space yet either. So there's this gap where you're kind of a a man. And by man, I mean human, not just male. You're a man without a country. You You don't really have a connection to either world, at least not that deep yet. And in this period, where you're isolated, where you're alone, where you haven't really created anything you haven't really done anything you don't really have a lot to hang your hat on this is the period in which a lot of people get scared and they run back to the old spot they run back to where they were because it's comfortable because they've been accepted there because they know exactly what to expect there and they don't want to deal with that void they don't want to deal with that emptiness they don't want to deal with the discomfort of that transition period of getting established in a new space and this right here This is the main reason why many people fail to completely reinvent themselves. This is the reason why many people stay stuck in the same spot their entire lives, not because they want to, but because they're afraid of doing what it takes to get to the new spot. They're afraid of dealing with that discomfort of stepping out of their comfort zone and stepping into a new zone. And this is the challenge that anyone who wants to reinvent has to master on some level in some way, shape or form. There are many different ways to master it but you must figure out how to master this because if you don't master it, you will stay in the same spot your entire life, your entire career. Now, some of you, maybe you want to stay in the same place, maybe you're all right being in the exact same spot the entire time. This is not, that I'm not talking to you. Those of you who want to reinvent, that period of discomfort in which you're jumping, you're kind of jumping from, jumping across that chasm, right, you need a way to stay on point. To stay accountable, to stay focused, to stay, keep your mind in the right spot while you're making this jump. This is a a very important period, point, and period right here that if not mastered, you're going to stay stuck. Moving on to point number three. We are talking today about how to to reinvent yourself. As you are reinventing, now we get into the the strategical part of this, is identifying your ancillary skills and the ancillary uses. Definition of ancillary is providing necessary support to the primary activities or operations of an organization, institution, industry, or system. Let me put that into plain language. It is what are the supporting tools, skills, knowledge, and ideas that helped you in the previous world that might become more primary in the new world? For example. I come from the world of playing professional sports. You know, the, the, the main skills in playing professional sports is while I was playing basketball. So you need to be in good physical shape. You got to run, jump, you no know, shoot, pass, rebound, et cetera. But some of the ancillary skills of being a pro athlete is discipline, showing up every day, doing the work, uh, confidence. You got to believe in yourself. You're performing in front of a uh, an audience of people every single day, every day at work. You got a whole bunch of people watching you and talking about you and how you perform basically determines whether you're going to get paid again in the next couple of weeks uh, this, mental toughness there are going to be times when you have a bad game right? you're just not going to perform sometimes and understand you're performing playing literally a game against other people who are the best in the world and what they do as well and sometimes you're just going to get beat what are you going to do the next step? are you going to be willing to come back and show up and personal initiative you got to be willing to show up and work out go to the gym and you know, keep working on your game and getting better, even when you just had a bad game, even when you're on a team and you're not playing. Any of you watch a basketball game You see those guys sitting at the end of the bench, well, listen, they got to train, practice, hire trainers, do all the workouts, just like the players who play in all the games. And they don't even know if they're going to get a chance to show off the skills that they worked on. That's a lot harder than it looks like when you're watching it on TV. Those tools, discipline, confidence, mental toughness, personal initiative. Well, all of you entrepreneurs out there, those of you who've never played basketball in your life, do those tools apply to your work? Do they apply to your business? Of course they do. So those are ancillary skills that I can take from the sports world and I can start applying them in the business world. You, in whatever world that you're coming from, when you're transitioning, you have ancillary skills as well. Your challenge is to figure out what are the ancillary skills from my past life that can apply in my next life so that you're not starting at complete zero. You actually have some assets that you can utilize stepping into the new space. So looking at who and where you are now, your question is what skills and tools and experiences do you already have that you can take inventory of that can help you contribute and basically give you a head start, a little bit of runway into the new spot. So for me, playing sports, as I just talked about, there are a bunch of mental tools that apply in the sports world that apply just as well in the, you know, any other world. So I realized that these tools could help non-athletes. And I knew one day, I would be a non-athlete. So how about I figure out how to take these tools and I can apply them in a new way. So they became, the ancillary skills became the primary skills, if that makes sense to all of you. So it was no longer, the the sport was no longer the main thing. It's what those tools simply swap places. So for you it's the exact same thing is, and this is a, a simple way that you can do this is sit down with a pen and paper or a keyboard in your fingers. If you're like me, you don't actually write with your hands anymore is you need to sit down and take inventory of what you have. Take inventory of your assets. What are the assets as far as uh, tangible skills, as far as mental skills, as far as things that you know how to do, can do, have done, and have demonstrated ability in that would be valuable to people in the spaces in which you may step into. Maybe you don't even know where you're going yet, but you know you're leaving the current space. What tools did I develop here? What skills do I have? Where did I get some Specific training. Where did I get knowledge? Where did I get? Where was I uh, coached? Where have I performed? Where have I invested in myself? And just write down every tool and asset that you have. One of the challenges with this is that you might start to think because you've been so close to your own world for so long that you may devalue some of the skills that you have. Because you're like, well, this is a normal thing. Everybody who's around you in your current world, they have this ability too. So it might seem you no know, pretty normal and not that big of a deal what i suggest is you write down every asset that you have every skill that you have even if they end up being not valuable to the rest of the world write them down because you'd be surprised you'd be surprised at that how many people outside of your world do not have the skill that seems like a normal mundane everyday thing in your current world so it seems like showing up every day and working out if you're an athlete you're around other athletes well everybody shows up every day to practice i mean that's what we're supposed to do but all of you are listening to me right now. How many of you know somebody who just simply can't get themselves to show up every day and do the work? A bunch of you know a bunch of people who are like that. So while it's a normal thing in sports, it's not a normal thing outside of sports. And in your world, there are some quote-unquote normal things that everybody does that seems you no know, old hat and not even special. But outside of your world, there are a bunch of people who would pay a lot of money to learn how to do the thing that seems like nothing to you. So take inventory of every asset you have because you may not even realize how valuable it might be to someone who doesn't have your ability and your experience. Point number four, the last point we're talking here today about how to reinvent yourself. Number four, and this is especially important for those of you who are knowing that you want to reinvent, you know that you're stepping out of the old space, but you might not know exactly what the new space is going to be. Maybe you have an idea. You're stepping out of a certain, uh, maybe you're stepping out of your full-time job and you want to be an entrepreneur, but you're not, you're pretty open to you know, what your entrepreneurial venture in life is going to look like. You're not sure exactly what it's going to be yet. You haven't tied yourself to anything yet. Is This is the fourth point. Try stuff out. Experiment. So before I personally, before I landed on taking you know, the, the mental aspects and the strategy part of Being an athlete and started applying it for entrepreneurs and professionals my first idea when i got out of sports was i was going to i was going to talk about marketing yourself via no content and youtube because that's what i had been doing i first got known on the internet because i was putting a bunch of basketball workout videos on youtube so that's how people knew me so i figured all right i'll just teach people how to market yourself via youtube i did that for a little while and i realized that i didn't want to do that that definitely was not for me so what I end up, I went to this um, expert event, I remember, down here in Miami with a, a woman who was, who was pretty well known in South Florida, I won't say her name. And she uh, saw my stuff and she told me that, well, what you should do is, you know, talk to colleges about you know, playing basketball, playing and how they can apply it and how they can use that when they transition out of sports. And it didn't really quite make sense. It was, she knew less than nothing about what I could do with what I was doing. But anyway, I, a year later, I did a TED Talk. It was my second TED Talk, and the topic was how to become confident when you're not confident. And it was basically about mental toughness. And my mentor at the time, a different person, they saw the TED Talk, and they said, Dre, you need to be talking about mental toughness. You need to be talking about mindset. This is, it's so clear. This is, this is your topic. It comes natural to you. You've already been doing it. This is what people want from you. That's what you need to focus on. And I've been focusing on that ever since. And she also explained to me, Businesses, you know, people who wear suits every day, not sneakers and shorts, shorts. they love this stuff because their workers, they need mental toughness. They need to show up every single day, do the work, even though it's different work. And you coming from the sports world, you have instant credibility. You come from a different type of background. You're not the normal, you no know, person coming in, you're not the normal consultant coming in there talking about the same stuff. This is perfect for me, me. And that's where I've been ever since. Now, this was not easy to just, again, it wasn't like the next day everything was going perfect. I had to, first of all, figure out, all right, what is my framework for this? How can someone who has never played basketball understand me when I'm coming from a completely different world? There was work that had to go into it, but I had to go through the experiment of trying things out and talking through my material and putting a whole bunch of stuff out so I could find my voice and find my angle in this area. I would say now in 2022, I pretty much found my angle on how I'm doing this, but understand that TED Talk was in 2016. So this is not some overnight thing. This is something that takes some time, but as long as you're willing to put in the work and you're serious about doing that reinvention, you will find this space. So all that being said, we got a couple minutes left here. I could keep talking, but I'm I'm going to reiterate my four points and then I'm going to leave some time for comments. My four points here, the topic today is how to reinvent yourself. Number one, See more for yourself than your current space or situation. Number two, have the ability to tune out the noise. The noise is not just what other people want from you, it's also what you want from you. The lizard brain inside of you wants to stay in your comfort zone. Reinventing yourself usually means stepping out of that comfort zone. Sometimes you gotta tell yourself to shut up, just as well as you gotta tell the outside world to shut up. Number three, identify the ancillary skills that you use in your past world and how those skills might become the primary skills. In your new world. That's taking stock and inventory of the skills that you actually have. Do not undervalue your abilities. And number four, try stuff out. Sometimes you have to experiment many different ways before you find your sweet spot. And I I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of people in this room who have experienced that. All that being said, we got like three minutes here. So if anyone would like to unmic and comment, let's leave your comments about 30 to 60 seconds so we can get a couple of them in. Who wants to go get- first? Go ahead and unmic.
2: Oh, hi, Dre, it's Steve speaking just below. Morning, yeah, good morning, everybody. Completely agree with what you said. And, and you know, variety is the spice of life and it, and it gets us through. Um, I would say nowadays, and actually since the year 2000, we've got the internet and nowadays we've got social audio as well, which is the most effective of, of the medium. Um, you can top and tail your day and, and, and run a. A side so called nowadays side hustle to build up something else that where you can reinvent yourself. Um, I've done it a couple of times, and in fact, I'm kind of leading a double in the best possible way, leading a double life at the moment as a, a kind of auto executive. And um, sort of, I do international print sales as well. So, there you go. Um, side hustles, I think, is the answer before you jump ship completely. And I'll end it there. Thank you. All
1: right, side hustles. I like that idea. Thank you for sharing that, Steve. All right, who else wants to, leave it? Who wants to speak up here? We got two minutes left. While I wait, my link up at the top is to my uh, text line. I send out a daily motivation text message every single morning. Anyone wants to receive that message guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point, just click that link. It'll open up your text messaging app, and you can just send me a text, and every day when I send that message out, guess what? You'll be receiving it. Uh, would anyone else like to leave a comment or ask a question about the topic? Reinventing yourself here today. We got one
3: minute. I believe Barb is up next. What's up? Who's up? Sure, Jason. Okay, Google, set a countdown timer for one minute. So yeah, I think I agree. Side hustles are the key. Um, so I think there's seven steps because you. It's it's really risky if you just want to reinvent yourself and then you just quit it could seem like the world is crashing down on you i remember when i was in high school there was a guy that was mentoring me and he he left the bank because he was so stressed we just quit and then he said well it wasn't the best thing he was mentoring the young people and there was like you know and i remember i was dating somebody and he, he said and i wanted to you know she i said he asked me where do i want to go to school and, and I was thinking, ah, about Harvard or UT. And my girlfriend was, she, she was like really, she didn't want me to go to Harvard. So he said, listen, don't answer for him, <laughs> right? So you have to really plan ahead, begin with the end in mind. So you can have a backup plan. I have backup plans for my backup plans, backup plans. So when an rejects the plans, I still have backup plans for my backup plans, backup plans. Thanks. All right, good stuff, Jason. Thank you. Thanks
1: everybody for your time and attention here.
2: Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Saturday, six to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.